welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's VC's PCs. We are recording in the attic. We are in an actual attic uh, because that's just appropriate for this. Um, so I am Katie. I'm Tia. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the clunky bits that I just realized as we were spitballing some ideas here. My mind has mispronounced many words of this. So we are starting with the first book written by V.C. Andrews, Flowers in the Attic, following the... Dollenganger. Dollenganger, or as I pronounce it, Dollenganger. Dollenganger? Dollenganger. I like a soft G. Dollenganger. Uh, additionally, the uh, the mother of these children is... Corinne. Corinne? <laughs> Corinne? Which we found out you can say that you way. You can say either way. But according to the movies... Which we I've have to seen, believe. I've never seen. We'll get to it. Don't worry. But <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna say things differently, as is my right as an American. Um, so let's start straight out the gate. Do you remember how old you were when you first read Flowers in the Attic? I don't. Um, I remember that I grew up watching the movie, which is problematic. But mm-hmm. you know, if you know anything about my past, it's not surprising. Um, I was probably, I think we were both in high school when we, maybe middle school? Maybe. I feel, I Late feel, middle I school, feel like early like high school? a very middle school type of book. Yeah, but like you forbidden. Don't, <laughs> right, like before you know what anything sexual or sexy is, there's flowers in the attic. Yeah, where it will fuck up your perspective Percept- of all of that. Yeah, so you don't know anything and it's it's naughty and it's like, before, but before we begin, I just want to let you know, if, if you haven't read Flowers in the Attic, you need to pause this podcast, because there are going to be spoilers ahead. There will now be a three-second pause for you to read Flowers in the Attic. Well, now that you've read Flowers in the Attic... And uh, called your therapist to your, your unleash a lot of things that you didn't know you were... Hiding from yourself. You went. You d- took a long drive. You looked at the ocean or some fields of wheat. You contemplated life. You are sadly. feeling. You are feeling things after you read this. Maybe you hucked it across the room. We don't know. Maybe you feel better now because your life isn't as bad as these fictional characters. So incest. Yeah. <laughs> is where it is. So that's the big naughty part of the book. Incest. <laughs> it's terrible. That, that's, that's the thing. That's the big twist of the book, is the incest. But it's loving incest that nothing feels righter than. It, nothing feels righter or wronger. So let's... <laughs> here is what... If you have decided to forego reading Flowers in the Attic, and you're just along for the ride because you've heard that book, you've heard people talking about it, but you're not a reader, per se. You're not one who reads. Or you don't want to waste your time. You don't really <laughs> give... Give a care. Here is the synopsis of Flowers in the Attic. Such wonderful children. Such a beautiful mother. Such a lovely house. Such endless terror. It wasn't that she didn't love her children. She did. 
But there was a fortune at stake, a fortune that would assure their later happiness if she could keep the children a secret from her dying father. So she and her mother hid her darlings away in an unused attic, just for a little while. But the brutal days turned into agonizing years. Now Kathy, Chris, and the twins wait in their cramped and helpless world, stirred by adult dreams, adult desires, served a meager sustenance by an angry, superstitious grandmother who knows that the devil works in dark, devious ways. Sometimes he sends children to do his work, children who, one by one, must be destroyed. Way upstairs, there are four secrets hidden. Blonde, beautiful, innocent, struggling to stay alive. Um, sidebar, how is the devil working through these children? Because they're, they're products of, like, half-uncle mom. They're products of incest. Lust. I'm going to say, though, that grandmother, she's not superstitious because that would be witchcraft, and she's a godly woman. Fact. Yeah, not superstitious. Oh. So let's, Just a lot. let's actually start at the beginning, the beginning, in Kathy's idyllic, idyllic life in Gladstone. Pennsylvania. Gladstone. Like All the how, stones are glad. How hack do you have to be to just kind of paint this whole <laughs> childhood? It was in Gladstone, if I can say that. It was very glad times. <laughs> All right. It was the 50s. Everything was glad. And then, oh God. How do we feel about, about Christopher Elder? What does he do? Why does he? He just works all week. Yeah, I guess so. He's like a traveling man. He was a traveling man. Because, you know, Corinne was a lazy housewife who just wanted to... She was just beautiful and bathing in perfumed oils. Yes, literally <laughs> bathing all day in perfumed oils the day her husband came home. Her kids had to fend for herself, themselves so that's, that she could get ready to But you know, that's get what ready to did fuck. back then. <laughs> I mean, they, they did, did. They did. They just went sledding and all the other idyllic things. Like pouring your parents' cocktails. Okay. All right. Mommy dearest. All right. Also, All right. Mad also Men. Ma- fine. Yeah. All right. Children, if you were a child in the 50s, please please call in. Call call the number on your screen. Please call the number on your screen and uh, let me know if you have made any cocktails for your parents. So this is an Corinne. 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 Corinne is just Kathy's model of, of womanhood. Oh, she's so beautiful. The way she tilts her head and... Things. Fingers her pearls. She fingers her pearls. <laughs> That's not Christ. even a euphemism. She's just constantly, even... <laughs> constantly fingering pearls. Oh, 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 God. With the fingering. With the clasp. Yeah. Butterfly She's clasp. Constantly clasping <laughs> fingering. Clasp fingering. <laughs> oh, God. Um, if your name was Corinne, you probably would too. Gotta find a clasp to finger if that's your name. <laughs> You're born into it. It's your lot in life. That's your lot in life, is yes. So then. I mean, who cares? I don't. There's this whole bit in the beginning about the twins being born, and Kathy's jealous, but then she's not jealous because Daddy still loves her, and he's her first Kathy, Catherine. So then Ballerina. it really it starts it starts picking up steam on Daddy's birthday, and Daddy dies on his birthday. Oh, can you picture it? Daddy done died on his birthday. Picture it. Surprise party. Everyone's waiting. There's balloons. Time keeps getting later and later. The decadent meal is ruined it's at this dr- point. It's drying out. It's drying. It's not it moist. It is dying in the window. It is no longer moist, damp, uh, wet. <laughs> uh, every car, is that daddy? Is that daddy? Is it daddy? That must be daddy's car. Oh no, it's policemen. Coming to announce to a room full of partygoers. You know, he died on his birthday, just like Edgar Allan Poe. 
I wow. love that. Edgar Allan Poe died in How Telltale. <laughs> so there's the there's the blah blah blah. Daddy's dead and, and <laughs> like you do. Like you know. Um, boring, boring, boring. There's neighbors. There's casseroles. There's eternal casseroles. Eternal casseroles. But that's um, also just fifties thing, anyways. That's I don't think they like, had other food, right? Everything was in casserole yeah. form. Well, it was either a casserole or it had gelatin in it. Was it an? Aspect? It was a Jello mold. It was yeah, like a cas. Can we put a casserole in a Jello mold? Can we Maybe. take a casserole, scoop out bits with a melon baller, and then suspend them in jello? Trademark, copyright. Yeah. There's gonna be like a tuna tuna noodle ball. Stuffed <laughs> <laughs> <Just> up. <laughs> I'm actually vomiting right now. Ugh, I can um, see it. <laughs> it's a tuna Her eyes ball. are watering. So and then and then the day arrives when a creamy envelope arrives. It's so thick it's and creamy. So thick and creamy. This, this is the creamiest envelope of correspondence. Of cream this is a creamy correspondence you've ever seen. Um, and so creamy, we, thick we, paper. It's it's thick. It's thick paper. It is T H I C C paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. thick. This paper be thick. So and creamy. So, Mama Dollinganger. 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 Corinne. Kareen sits, <laughs> sits her precious flaxen babies down. They're so flaxen. They're so flaxen. They're so darling. Um, and explains to them that she is from a very wealthy family, the Foxworths. And I, P.S. love the aside where they're like, well, why did you give us a hard to spell name? Yeah. <laughs> like, of, of all things, this name is hard to spell. Yeah, why did you do that? <laughs> so... So they go, they learn about Foxworth Hall and... And also that their mother is basically just like, I grew up to be a trophy wife. I know. I don't know. What do I even? I got these Renaissance bills. <laughs> she is just... Aaron's is knocking down my door. <laughs> she, her whole life is, is just like fucking for Renaissance payments. Yeah, seriously. Until he like jizzes furniture. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, she's just like... Bathing and brushing her hair till it shines, for a couch, for a couch, and just being like, "Well, I didn't, I didn't expect to I ever do under- anything but be a wife." I don't understand couches and money, which I know was you know of the times, but it, it easy is easy credit ripoff. It's hard. It is hard to read that now and just be like, "Oh, fucking!" It's hard out there for a pimp. They didn't have Craigslist back then. That's true. She you couldn't get a used couch. And Corinne would have used Craigslist. Oh, you meant for used furniture. I, I meant for booty calls. You meant for Renaissance payments. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, <laughs> Renaissance payments. <laughs> so they have to go, and I can't remember if at the time that they discussed this, was it, was it then or a little bit later as they were packing? Oh, it's, it's from the second they learned this. Pack now. Yeah. Pack now. Leave everything. She's like, you only can fit your stuff into two suitcases because I, I need two suitcases. I need 17 suitcases. <laughs> like, I need all the suitcases. Leave all your toys. Leave it. I mean, first of all, okay, fine. These, these are refugees. They're fleeing their home to a better time. So they think. So I can't remember if if it's then, like, when, I don't know when, I can't remember the introduction to the idea that they have to be hidden away. So it's the moms being like, oh, my God, and yeah, he'll learn to love you, too, and all this stuff. And her uh, father, their grandfather, is, uh, there was a falling out. We don't know what yet. 
That's yeah. not true. She was fucking her uncle. Well, no, she didn't. Tell, she didn't tell the children. All right. She didn't tell the children. <laughs> she didn't tell the children yet. The children didn't. Need. And right now you're our children, so I apologize for running for you. So spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Um, so there was a falling out. You know they have to be hidden away for just one night. For just one night. Yeah, I think once they got there, it was just one just night. Go in there. So they are on a train and they're traveling and they get dropped off in the woods mm-hmm. at a depot. Yep. And trucking through the woods, and there's twins, and they're annoying, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Corey's fine, but um, Carrie's obnoxious. She's whiny. She's a whiner. I would have boxed her ears, too. Right in the face. Right in the Kaiser. Kaiser. <laughs> right in the um, Kaiser roll. And then as they get to the attic, they meet uh, the grandmother. Always wearing gray. I am a little confused about her body type. P.S. By the way, is she like like a linebacker? Yeah, that's what I. She's picture. like a linebacker. I picture her as like a shorter female Lurch from the Adams family. She's very tall though. Yeah, but I mean Lurch is extremely tall. Okay, fine. Just like like an abnormally tall woman version of Lurch, but stacked. She yes, has twi- ample bosom. Ample of the bosom, <laughs> of which apparently almost everybody has. You find out a lot about breast shape in this book series. <laughs> They are twin hills of concrete. <laughs> That's right. Did anyone knock on them? Like, I'd knock on them. I would knock them senseless. Yep. <laughs> Have them knock me senseless. So, pa 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 pa. Actually, I need to uh, interject here. Most of this book did, doesn't actually take place in the attic because they're locked in a room. This is a point of contention for you that it, it is. is not like the, there. Are flowers in the attic means that there were like. Paper flowers in the attic, and it's, also it's like th- they were dying up. The- it is thematic. It's thematic. But the whole thing is just like they spent all this time in the attic, and they didn't because they didn't go up there in the winter, and they didn't go up there in the super summer haunt. So most of the time, locked in one room with two beds and a bathroom. So yeah, it's, it's probably uh, bigger than my apartment actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set the scene for the listener viewers. It's a room uh, with two like double beds, I yep. believe. Um, an adjoining bath uh, and in the closet there's a staircase to an attic that runs the length of the mansion uh, additionally portraits of hell on the wall portraits of hell everywhere. portraits of hell on the wall and all that dark furniture dark heavy furniture heavy draperies that are not With allowed ori- to be oriental rugs if I may or which I think oh. they still call them oriental rugs I don't know if we're supposed to though we're, we don't say the orient anymore I know but I think it's the style Hashtag, of rug is that true uh, um yeah, call in. Let us call know. Call in. If they're the calling number on in. your screen. Something else. Let us know if we're supposed to say Oriental. I think you can when it's rugs, right? You know, I don't I know. I think you can if it's rugs. If you can't when it's rugs. I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. Please call in immediately because I don't want to say the wrong thing about rugs um, or the Orient. So that, that's the setup. Here we are. And then that's the book. They are living in the room. And if you haven't read the books, I'm sorry. Uh, let's set it up. Kathy is 12 and on the cusp of puberty. Christopher is 14 and pubing out. 14, almost 15, because they're about three years apart. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the twins are seven, four, five. Four, five, five. Five okay. when, they, when they get there, yeah. Um, and also, they're described as very innocent, innocent children, which on the way over here, I was thinking, 14, Christopher. At almost 15 is very innocent. He might be. It's the early 60s at this point, like... And and he's all just like, I want to be a bookworm and, and become a doctor. 
I just learning learning is my heart on. That's that was Chris as a I young I try teen. to block my ears at the locker room talk. Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> think it's just like I learn things, but for scientific reasons. <laughs> okay. Because I want to be a doctor, so I need to know how bodies work. But but so we're here, and they're in the room, and then the next day, grandmother comes, and she is not tender with her grandbabies. It is it is pointed. Many times there's no tenderness with the babies, the grandchildren, and they wish to have a loving grandmother, and she is firm and resolute with her twin heels of concrete and her gray taffeta buttoned up to the neck. So much gray taffeta. So much gray taffeta. And her steely eyes. And then the next day is when Mama Curran... You got it. (laughs) ...comes back, and she has to show them her punishment. For the the transgression that they don't talk about, I think that we don't talk about yet. Yeah, no, you don't. Not not yet. The, the grandma the just like kind of busts out later. Maybe during that time. She, I don't know. The grandma's crazy. She grandpa. Corinne has been whipped, whipped from neck to heels to heels, neck to heels, whipped with a whip for marrying her step uncle, not half uncle, half uncle. They did an incest. So her father's ha- way younger half-brother. <laughs> and I feel like they justified that by saying, but we didn't have deformed babies. Yeah, they like, did. <laughs> none of you have any intellectual disabilities. No horns. No, like, you all look pretty cute. So And most okay. of you guys are smart, right? So it's okay. Like, you, you have a skill. You have a skill. The twins will probably have skills. So mm. this is te- so if you do an incest, as long as you don't make freak babies, totally go fine. ahead. Totally fine. And it's it's love always wins. You know, I am gonna say it is a bit different because you know Corinne and OG Christopher, Christopher the, one, the dad, Christopher one, Christopher senior. They were like fourteen and seventeen, which is like not a cute age gap right now, but <laughs> could have been a lot worse back in the day. I feel like it's just not cute generally. I know, okay, okay, I know, fine. but I'm saying it's not like. It's not like they grew up together in the same house. That's a a thing, by the way. What? Like, people finding out that they were, like, put up for adoption. Yeah. Or, like, finding family members and, like, getting into a sexual relationship with them. Like, it's it's like a... It's a thing. I don't want to say a side side effect is wrong, but, like, it is something that... A byproduct. It's something that happens. I learned about that on SVU. Sometimes, like, it's not terribly uncommon to be like, oh, my God, you're my estranged dad. Let's bone. Like... Mm-hmm. It's like a little uncommon, but not terribly uncommon. It's just a thing. Yeah. If we're going to believe uh, Stabler. Um, I think it was... No, because it was, it was Wong. It was Wong. Oh, fine. If George Wong says it, I believe it. So, so basically, this once we, once we kind of get the full-ish story, it is apparent that these children are going to have to live in this room slash attic for a time. And it went from like a night to a couple days to a couple weeks to like, to like two weeks max. And she's she's done with it. She's she realizes she's never going to be forgiven and she's going to secretary school. Which leads us to our sponsor, No Name Secretary School. <laughs> Don't be a shitbag. Get a skill. Don't lock your kids away. Make a living. So she goes to secretary school uh, to learn a skill. And support her children's. Support her children's. In the meantime, 
grandmother brings up every morning milk and sandwiches and soup and the foods. Fried chicken. Many fried chicken. Macaroni salad. Potato salad? Potato salad. It's just like... A thermos of soup. A thermos of soup and a thermos of milk. Some crackers. For the babies. <laughs> for the bones. So I, I jotted this down, and you were very questioning of this. I wrote down weekly groceries because I feel like she really did too much. She could have brought them up a loaf, like once a week, a loaf of bread, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jar of peanut butter, jar of jelly, some can, a can opener. Like she could have just... She maybe would have had to make two trips mm-hmm. on one day. Instead of creeping around at 6 a.m., they say, at 6 a.m. before the servants awake. I know, it is really weird thinking about her, like, at 6 a.m. making fried chicken for children that she hates. Where is this fried chicken coming from? I don't know. There's a cook. Are they making vats of potato salad? Do they think there's a buffet happening? Yeah, like, is are we supposed to believe that grandmother is the one who is, like, up at... Boiling potatoes and, like, mixing the mayo and mustard. Yeah, what? And this is a mayo-based dish. That's just sitting in a picnic basket. Mmm, creamy. This is just a creamy, creamy diarrhea. Creamy tates. Creamy tates. <laughs> so, so, time goes on. So this is, it's the horror. The horror unfolds, and they have to live in this dark room, and they, they go up to the attic, and... And there's a, there's a class, there's a room in the attic. Yeah, which I room. don't really, even reading it, I don't really understand, because it was like... Oh, there it's like was dry, a, they put drywall up. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it's hard it's for hard, me to visualize yeah. like someone building like a drywall like a room. room. Plus, did drywall even exist? Because they're trying to pretend like this has been there since like the eighteen hundreds. Like, it's horsehair plaster. Exactly. No drywall existed when there was horsehair plaster when this room was clearly erected. And they're like, ah, oh, there's carved schooling. things into the school tables. So we want the first one. of learning. Yeah, like what? Do, what? When are we gonna get those books? Why was everyone put in the attic in this time? It's like, because it's a legacy idea. The house is so big, I'm sure there's shitty rooms. You can just make a <laughs> shitty room. We don't need to use the attic, Jesus. I feel like the attic, like if you're going to make someone suffer, don't put them in a huge space. They'll but find something no to do. There's no or cooling. It was hot or cold up there. Yeah, so was every room back before there's like... All right, central air. Yeah, exactly. Duct, no, before duct work was a thing. Exactly. They had to like... The heat was from, like, fireplaces, and the cooling okay. was from... The window. Windows that were open. The window. I don't know. So they make it fun for the twins, and here we are at the title of the book, which is, they make flowers for the attic. Many, many busy worked hours, and... Construction paper. Come many construction papers. A, a snail that looks like a, a deflated beach ball. and the worm? The worm. The worm. Pur- purple and red. Carrie's favorite colors. So that's all you need to know about the story. They lived in the attic. So let's, let's take a pause here, and I'm going to read you. Uh, these are the notes that I received from <laughs> Tia regarding the notes she took. Daddy, mama, grandmother, devil spawn, hair, twins, grandmother, hair, ballerina, grandmother, hair, mama, hair, the bar, <laughs> hair, Corey, lurking, fried chicken, hair, blue eyes, mustache, hair. <laughs> So you really yep. seem, you seem, you seem fixated on hair. I feel like besides describing that's breasts. The fifth, that's the fifth child is hair. Yes. <laughs> it's like the fifth beetle. Well, but yeah, besides like describing breasts and then bodies after that, like V.C. Andrews is really talking about 
the blonde and hair. Well, even like later, like the curly thickness of like the ringlets fell and like, but really with the blonde, molten gold, it's a halo of gold. It, she brushed it till it shone like gold. She laid her head on the, she spread it on the pillow so she could feel its silken softness on her cheek. Yeah, just a lot it's, about it's hair. It's very gross to you. Well, I don't know. It's not gross. Oh, it's just okay. like, in general, the V.C. Andrews books, at least this series of the Dollengangers, um, there's a lot of repeated words like and phrases. phrases in, sometimes hair, in the hair, same... Flaxen, flaxen, hair. Sometimes hair. in the same paragraph. Um, flaxen, hair of flaxenness yeah. with the hair of it. So, I don't know, I just notice all the time, because Kathy would be like, oh, and we were here, and then, like, my hair, and my hair, and Mama's hair, and Chris's hair was getting long, and, like, Carrie's hair was growing thin, and my hair, 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 hair. golden, gold, spun gold, golden, spun, spun gold. gold, molten hair. Um, what about Daddy and Mama? What about them? It, I don't know, it's just, you wrote that down. You just thought that was Oh, because she was just always, like, pining for the, Kathy, this is told by Kathy's point of view, by the way. We're 25 minutes in. Yeah, this book is written from Kathy's point of view. In like the sort of like, this really happened, but I've changed some things to protect no one because everything's terrible. Um, Mama, daddy. Yeah, because she keeps like being like, oh, if daddy was here, he never would have let that happen. And then like, mama hasn't been back in weeks. And like, I miss daddy again. And I saw Chris and I thought of daddy. And like, every- mama, daddy, mama, daddy, mama, yeah, daddy. Yeah, papa, daddy, mama, daddy, mama, daddy, daddy, brother, mama. daddy, mom. Devil Spawn is what the grandmother calls these children because they are products of incest. A little rude. Like yeah. A little rude in my mind. Yeah, I mean, of all the things that she's done, I feel like that's one of the less rude. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just words. <laughs> she did the whippings. Yes, because grandfather ordered the whippings. One for every year they were married and then like... Separate, like lived together or... Something like that. And then, like, one for every year that they live together. And then one for every year they live together. So, uh, Christopher is going to be a doctor. And Catherine, Lady Catherine. Catherine. Is going to be a prima ballerina. Um, So, can we talk about, before we get really into it, into the second act, kind of (laughs) rounding out the first act of the book is the Christmas party of that first year. It's (laughs) an effect. There, and Mama is sexy with her heaving velveteen bosom. Her her flowing gown of green chiff- emerald green chiffon. Panels. Panels flowing behind her like wings. Ample bosom. Yeah. Ample. So it's many ample. bosoms. And Christopher- you like bosoms. Read this series. <laughs> Christopher noted his mother's bosom with his eyeballs. Ew. I don't know. A teenage boy's just going to look at boobs. <sighs> Especially like knowing all the things about this series. Whatever. Like... Sure, you looked at your mom's boobs. <laughs> so, so they get to spy on the Christmas party. Yeah, Corinne's like, that's fine, guys. Just be quiet and hide in this piece of furniture. I'm a little confused about the construction. It has a mesh backing. Can't you see through mesh? Uh, Can anyone see these flaxen-haired children? I'm picturing it like a speaker. Like how a speaker, not that it is a speaker, but how a speaker works. How it's like, you know, you can't see into it, but there's... Okay. Sound can get out. You. Yeah, I, I don't know. I pictured like a chicken coop. <laughs> it was like a chicken coop on the rotunda. They crawled up a ramp. Yeah, it was really weird how they somehow had like full a 360 <laughs> view of everything. And like no one could see them. Like a whole globule view. Like they could see from every angle somehow. And like hear what people were. It was, 
It was something. It was something definitely for the audience yes. and not about yes. like how this so would actually be a, feasible. It really just kind of shows the wealth of the Grand Foxworth family and it's very opulent and there's fountains. Opulent. There's fountains of champagne and hors d'oeuvres as far as the eye can see. And these children, almost 15 and 12, are just thinking about when they're going to be this rich. Mm, oh, and that really tempers excited. the 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 whatever they're feeling. The horribleness of being locked up oh, for like whatever. four months at this point. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Fine. Um, so they also, this is our first sight of mustache. <gasps> Bart. Winslow. Bart Winslow and just just dancing with Mama Corinne. They were like, oh my god, are they necking? Yeah, are they necking? Oh so there's god. this. So there's like a little bit I think I think in my mind this kind of closes the first half of the book. But I mean there's a lot of detail about about the furnishings and mm-hmm. the draperies and the darkness of the room and they can't open the draperies because people might see and let in the sunlight i feel like this book every other sentence has like a minor chord behind it yes and it's like <laughs> shot from an angle it's like written from an angle lit lit with lines it's it's written like a soap opera Absolute. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I could, I, as the reread, it was just in my head. All I could see was like cut angle lighting. Gong. I saw it a lot. I saw pictured a lot of like Vaseline slear, smeared lenses filming. Why? Well, because well, I've not seen the movie. No. Oh, okay. Because it's a soap opera. Like you know, oh, okay. everything's got that like haze to it, where it's just like. I picture it was crystal clear in my mind. Oh. Um, so oh, there's maybe a huge. Too clear. So sunlight has a huge. Um, it's a it's a thing. It's part a in point. this book. Uh, you can't move the draperies. No one gets sun. Chris and Kathy decide to go out on the roof. Yep, they just at, hang out to get the sun to sunbathe to to sunbathe nude. Um, it's fine. They're brother and sister. It's, it's fine. innocent. They're children. Trust me, they're fine. They're children. They're fine. They're Chris is almost children. fifteen, but he is an innocent child. Um, and they also tried to drag the twins out while they're sleeping. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was. Right, and they flipped out, because well, of course you would. You, you wake, wake up on up a roof on when a you're roof five, six. a giant mansion. <laughs> um, so there's a huge a bit, that's like a point about the twins not getting the sunlight that Chris and Kathy are getting. Because of that, their bodies didn't grow, but their heads went their huge. Heads got real big. So here we are in the second part of the book, and I don't remember how far into the future it picks up. I think Kathy veers from twelve to fifteen. No, 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 no. It it start like after the Christmas party, pretty much. She's like the next year passed without much. Like yeah, pre- they kind of like skip over a whole year. Da 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 da. Yeah, and then just keep talking about like Mama's visits get like farther and farther apart. But and the gifts keep coming because she's rich. And then like. Mm, she really to, telling us that she's I'm not really not, listening. Uh, she's not going to secretary school. Is the grandfather going to die? When's the grandfather when going to die? When is he going to die? Unless when you the millions. The million billions. So. And also, Kathy's getting pissed at her mom. She's like, hey, though, bitch, I don't think you are telling the truth. And Chris is like, no. Mother is pure. Mama would never do mama anything never. to us. Mama, trust mama. 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 Trust mama. So we're we're we are going headlong into puberty. puberty. Uh, they are so Kathy starts pubing out, and P.S. There's a bit in there about how 
<laughs> how there's no privacy in the bathroom. Which gross. I mean, there's no privacy in the room. There's privacy in the bathroom. They have a door. No, there, she talks about how like Chris would just burst in while she was like plucking her pubes because she likes a clean body. And she also didn't understand. She didn't understand about puberty. And she did not like these unsightly hairs. Kathy, <laughs> where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> Keep all your pubes in, Kathy. I want to be a seal. Oh, good. You a hoe, Kathy. You a hoe. Your mama's a hoe and your grandmother's a hoe. But not when you're 14. I mean, 12. 14, that's not 12, 13. Uh, who knows? Not when you're that young. That's not your fault. You're not a hoe. So she's plucking her pubes and Chris tries to tell her to, like, don't pluck your pubes. It was her armpit hair. Okay, fine. Well, that was he's like pull, and he's like, "You don't pull hair from other places, do you?" <laughs> and she was like, "What are you talking about? I don't have a vagina. I'm a baby." She's sleek. Um, <laughs> so sleek. <laughs> and also, speaking of puberty, Mama never saw Kathy as a burgeoning woman. She needed a brassiere for so long. So long. So long. The brassiere. So long. She eventually had to steal one from her mother. I don't remember that part. When they were breaking into the rooms. That's right. Okay. She was like, let me just take this bra. Um, so Kathy is a burgeoning woman. Um, and Christopher erects a ballet bar for her. He, they just found it. Yeah. Yeah. What? I- a splintery. Who knows? He lovingly sanded it. <laughs> he lovingly sanded it down so that she wouldn't splinter herself. And of course, they have to be so quiet. Yet somehow it was fine that he just nailed an entire board of wood. With to a, the wall. A ballet bar. Like, was, there was just, like, screws and nails and stuff up there? Tools? Maybe what? he was industrious and pulled the, the nails from something else and, like, used a shoe as a hammer. Like, hold on. <laughs> um, so, so she is a ballerina, and he peeps at her all the time. He's lurking in the shadows. He's lurking. Watching her from the shadows. Lurking. He, everyone's lurking on Kathy. Everyone Grandma, lurks. Chris. Lurkers. Yeah. Um, so their, their puberty's happening. Their, their pu- puberty's happening. So I feel like this, so, so the whole justification, I think, for the incest that happens later, spoiler alert, is, and later, throughout the whole series following Christopher and Kathy, is that they were shut together during their formative years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yearning and puberting. <laughs> and and there was no one there but each other. So what, what was do? expected? And I feel like that really disregards those of us who were ugly from the ages of 12 to... Hmm. <laughs> we managed. No one was yearning with us or in a reciprocal fashion. We yearned by ourselves. Yeah, this was an excuse because she always thought her brother was handsome. They... It's because they look like their parents, and their parents are beautiful. <gasps> you can yearn on your own, and it builds a character. <laughs> I'm stronger now for stronger now my, for yearning my, by yearning. <laughs> so that really kind of shoots that whole thing in the because there was no other team to to explore, <laughs> fiddle around with, yearn with, <laughs> to clasp grab, clasp grab. So it was only natural that they did that to each other. So. It, it goes very sideways uh, when, and this is pretty quick into the second half of the book, 
when Kathy realizes she's never seen her grown womanly body in the mirror. Ooh. So while everyone's just upstairs playing in the attic, <laughs> I'm just going to be full nude. There's no mirrors in the bathroom where she could see her whole body. Can you imagine never being able to peep, though, on your own self? Yeah. <laughs> so she does that, and then all of a sudden Christopher's there, and he's like, oh, yeah. Like, he crept, he lurked down the stairs. Yeah, like, did he know? Did he know? Did he even go upstairs? So she's all nude, and he's all like, mm, don't cover. Mm. Ew. Oh, Kathy, you're a woman now. Ew. Who should walk in? <gasps> Grandmother. I'm shocked. Grandmother demands that Kathy cut off her flaxen gold hair. Get your locks out of here. Get your locks out of here. You're too proud, bitch. <sighs> she is proud. So then when she doesn't, there's no food or drink for two weeks. And the twins are dying, maybe. And they have to drink Christopher's blood to survive. That was actually after. He got the... They, she starved them after the hair. Really? Yeah, because they were like... It was a couple of days and they were like, all right. It, when is the tar... I forgot when the tar happened. It was like the next day or something. Yeah, like... Grandmother pours tar on Kathy's hair. So, yeah, we're supposed to believe that she crept in the room in the middle of the night. I, th- I feel like there was an implication that she drugged at least Kathy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. There's an... Like, she crept into the room in the middle of the night with like a boiling pot of tar. Road tar. Yeah. <laughs> Which, where do you get that, first of all? Like, who's her There's hookup? There's no tractor supply yeah. over near her uh, and then, like, drugged Kathy, so she didn't. But she would have had to have drugged everybody. She I know, food. Well, but they, they only talked about finding a pinprick on on Carrie's uh, in Ka- oh no, Kathy? sorry, on Kathy's skin. But like, Kathy and Carrie were sharing a bed. So how did first of all Carrie not wake up when this was happening or get tar on her at all? Like, just the how did the grandmother only get tar on um, Kathy's head, just her head, which was like a black piece of bubble gum? Oh, like. How do you do, how do you do, how? Uh, that's the magic of writing. They didn't talk about how her head was stuck to the pillow. Like, you got hot tar <laughs> poured on your head. Hot tar. At night. You're gonna, like, that pillow's part of your head now. But, like, <laughs> they, like she took pains to describe how, like, the grandmother had carefully made sure that every single strand of hair was covered in tar. And it was just kind of like lumped together, I guess. Like if you're in the middle of washing your hair, you got to pile it up. Like that. I don't... So for vanity purposes. So Christopher uses his science kit, his legit 1950s, 60s science kit with boric acid in it to make solvents yep, to has dissolve ca- the tar. She, Kathy has 700 baths that day. Pees in the tub. She pees in the tub. That's right. And Chris, like, promises to help. To help. He's not gonna look. He's, he's looking. looking. He's looking. Uh, he loving, and that that is that's one of the the legs of their incestuous relationship. Yep, is the care with which he worked out the tar because, like, that was his precious. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, he couldn't stand to have her lose like one one head. flaxen strand. One flaxen strand. And then, that, that's right, that's when Grandmother withholds food for two weeks. Um, and the twins almost starve, and Chris has to feed them his blood. <laughs> um, and then they have to fake that Kathy has no hair. So yeah, that was before, because they did that, and then the grandmother so didn't like, show up. Yeah. I don't remember Jack, man. Is they did that, and then the grandmother didn't show up, and they're like, great, well, we didn't even have to cut Kathy's hair off. She, would, like, she was wearing, like, a scarf. 
Do you like I'm embarrassed for my for my shaven head because Chris just like got rid of a little bit, but then later she's like, "Oh, my new grown in hair really became me because it's so curly." Ugh. I'm such a babe. Meanwhile, Mama Corinne is very infrequent. She doesn't. She gives Kathy dresses without darts in the bosom. Little mm-hmm. girl dresses that don't see her burgeoning womanly body. So during this whole starvation period, we don't see Mama, Mama Corinne. And then when she comes back, oof, sit down because she got married. <laughs> she comes flowing in with all these gifts, being like, Floating darlings, in. my darlings, I'm so excited my I got darlings. married. I forgot about my yeah, darlings. My darlings. It's always my darlings. My darlings. Um, yeah, so hey, stepdaddy. And I love that immediately Kathy's like, so you told me you got four kids? <laughs> She's like, no, no. Well, not yet. Not yet. I need to like. He's daddy's to- lawyer. I have to wait until dad dies. And it's just like, and going and going and mm-hmm. going. Um, and I don't remember when the turning point is for Chris. They just Was it the starvation part? It was that and the fact that they, like the mom had been like off in Europe and didn't tell them she was leaving, didn't tell them that she was marrying Bart. Like they realized like, all right, I think we're losing an ally here. We have to make a contingency plan so that way we can escape if we need to. So Chris is finally on board with trying to trying to escape. But what do they need? They need a key. Money. They need a key. Okay. You can just carve a wooden key. What kind of skeleton key Kind of on a yeah. ring of keys jailer type yeah. of situation is this? That that kind. <laughs> it's that kind. We gotta pick the right. Gotta be soft enough to carve it. Now you don't want to break it off in a lot. I can't. I can't handle that, man. I don't know, but I know that that's like a thing that I've seen before. Like making a copy of a key by like pressing it in between yeah. two soap bars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think so it'd be a lot easier to carve a key out of wood if it uh was just a skeleton key. But I need to pause here. I'm forgetting. The haircut Kathy gives him to look like Prince Valiant. Yeah, which I just mm. picture as like mm. He Man's hair. <laughs> yeah. He Man. And he's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the plan is to go steal from Mama. And she's in the sluttiest room. The sluttiest room you ever A slutted. great swan bed. In a strawberry pink <laughs> walled. Mauve curtains. <laughs> There's mouth curtains. Suite of rooms, actually. A suite of rooms. Which I don't really understand. Why? You can have, like... No, I know. I like. I, I can kind of visualize it, but now I just like want to go visit, ma- visit mansions. That's I, what I'm saying. Foxwood Hall is one hallway in my mind. <laughs> it's it's literally just a just hall. Hallway. <laughs> that, this is the hall. Just linen closets and bathrooms off of it. Is this the hall? <laughs> That's it. No, this is Foxworth Hall. Okay, it's just a hall. <laughs> um, so they go steal the monies. Never too much. Yep. Loose change, small Five, bills. Well, ones and fives. Ones and fives. And there's talk about their their meals degrading in quality. It's just the same old fried chicken. But once the, the grandmother decided to start feeding them again, they started getting powdered donuts, which was, they were like, oh my God. Grandma's all bad, I bet. Maybe she doesn't think. Powdered donuts. Bum, 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 bum. Powdered donuts. So, we always knew they were bad for your health, but how bad? So this is, it's just going and going. It's, like, it's reaching its climax, ew, its apex. Um, and I feel like the, the night that kicked it off, um, Chris was sick, right? 
Mm-hmm. Chris was sick and he couldn't go stealing. Mm-hmm. So Kathy goes to a stealing. Oh, Sorry, reel it in a little bit. Something important. What did we miss? Oh, One gosh. time Chris and Kathy went down together because Kathy was like, Wee, I want to see it. Oh, oh my God. Yes. And then Chris was like, no, the twins. And she's like, they sleep through everything, like, Chris. Let me go. Let me I... get out of this room. And so he takes her with them and like they're, she like puts on her mom's clothes and stuff. But then like she finds this like book that's like, had a crochet doilies for your grandma. But it's not that. It's just like the book cover and then it's like a Kama Sutra porn book. And they're like, oh my God, porn book. They're like, we should put it away. Mm. We should put it away, but we should flip through it. But we should also read every page with our burgeoning pubiness, sexuality. Pubesity. Pubescentness. Pubosity. Sparkling pubescence. It's my favorite drink. My glistening pubescence. (laughs) Oh God, no. So they're full of glistening pubescence. So Chris is sick, and he can't go a-stealing, and Kathy goes a-stealing. Oh, but what soft light breaks through yonder swan bed is Bart Winslow, stepfather Bart, with his... Passed out. Passed out, with his thick, luscious <laughs> mustache. And she is damp over it. Um, <laughs> moist for moistashes. She's moistashing. Um, and he's like in his tux and his, his long legs are crossed. He's sprawled and splayed at the foot of the swan bed. And she, she is feeling. So she goes over. She jizzes over there. (laughs) She slug trails over there. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) he gives him little kisses. Like a cheese gives him a smoocher. Yeah, she gives him a little, 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 little gentle, bre- feathery. barely, barely brushed the lip. Barely oh, there. tickly mustache. Feathery mustache tickle kiss. <laughs> mustache tickle kiss. <laughs> and then she like scampers off. Um, later on, Christopher overhears this, and he, I don't remember under what context he he was he, going to steal and, and he, he came back. Like I think the mom and. Uh, Bart were supposed like, to be gone. They so he left was like, and came back, and he was like, in "He the was room. L- yeah, he was lurking, and he was like, I want to stay.' She's like, oh, last time you stayed on. here, you fell asleep.' Wait, and wait, Chris was lurking. <laughs> Are you sure that does that sound? Last time you came here to like change your shirt, you fell asleep and dreamt about that beautiful girl who kissed you. And he's like, I always swear I hear ballet music. He's like, stop being so jealous of a dream, Corinne. Ooh. Did Corinne not put two and two together? Is she like, is she a functional idiot? I think later she was like, I knew it was you back in the day. I was, I was, you know. But Corinne like is just like, la, 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 covering her ears, la, 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 anyways. And anything had to do with like her kids. So she probably, yeah. Yeah, literally. So Christopher hears and he knows. He knows. He's like, oh my God. So I think that Kathy is being wistful in the attic. Well, for wistful in the moonlight. Well, like, Mom and Bart leave, though, and then Chris is like, let me get at that Kama Sutra ah. macrame sex book. <laughs> I gotta flip through this. <laughs> so <I'm> so mad. <laughs> cut to... Cut to Kathy in her diaphanous gown. <laughs> being wistful at the attic moonlight. And then Chris just rapes her. He's just like, Kathy, how dare you? On a smelly mattress. They really make sure that you know that. They make sure we know that is a disgusting, disgusting mattress. So he rapes her, and she's like, I guess it's okay. 
She was like, no, I mean, what I were you I, supposed to do? I, I'm diaphanous. I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have flirted with you. I should have been more cover up with my stuff. It was me wearing the filmy negligee that our mother bought for me. <laughs> She's negligeed all the time. Constantly. She's constantly. Everything's like, filmy. There's all <laughs> filmy fabrics in this book series. I forgot about the filmy. Filmy. <laughs> Everything's filmy. Oh, God, it really is so gross. And barely there. It's <laughs> filmy. <laughs> filmy. Feel me. You keep saying that word. I'm not sure it means what you think it means. It means exactly. What it means. <laughs> There's a film of gross sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> that's rubbing. That's cleaning a window, not bed springs. So, so then, so gross. Um, so it's it is happening, and then Corey's sick. Corey dies. Sorry. Spoiler He's alert. sick, and they're like, oh. "Please, someone get this kid." And then mom's like, oh, let's uh, run him out of here. And the next day, she's like, oh, yeah, we took him to the hospital. He had pneumonia. He died. I don't know. I, and I, I didn't. guess he had pneumonia? Um, it was a fake name. Yeah. Yeah. The mom was like, I just said that he was like uh, my, my nephew. nephew and a ward unto me. So uh, he's like, got, I don't know, he's buried somewhere, probably. He's just buried under a fake name. So, so or Kathy, Kathy knows that this is because of their sin. It was like immediately, right? P.S. Their sin? Yeah, no shit, huh? Oof. Gross. Chris is so gross, and he's so portrayed so valiantly. I have much to say over the course of this series about Christopher. 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 He's Chris. And he's so like, optimistic, and, and he gives her strength uh, to carry on. Slash, <clears throat> slash get raped. Yeah, absolutely. So, so then it's like time to escape forever times. I want to mention, though, too, they did break out of the room once to go swimming in a lake. Oh, my God. I forgot the lake. And mm-hmm. she was like, I think she had no bra on. So she yeah, they were just, just like skinny like, dipping in there. Nippy titty everywhere. Right? Isn't that like, there have been times, too, where it was like they were laying together and Kathy was nude. just like, whatever, I'm just nude. And it's like, oh, he dared to Took fondle it. and kiss my nipple. <laughs> and then she was like, cut it out, Chris. You're my brother. Don't fondle my young breast. Stop cup, cupping my nips Stop with your cupping. mouth. Oh, <laughs> my God. I oh, my God. The... What about the time where she fell on scissors? Remember when she fell on scissors after she gave him the Prince Valiant haircut? Oh, yeah. He jokingly said he was going to cut her hair, and they had to race through the attic with scissors. <laughs> and she fell on them, and he had to give her stitches. <laughs> He had to give her medical grade stitches in the attic with dental floss or something with his doctor bag. And then he had to like fondle and kiss her budding breasts in apology. And I hope you don't scar. Like, it's disgusting. That's how I want someone to say they're sorry to me. Cupping? Yeah. Cupping and fondling? Fondle cup. I'll take a large piece. Hey, I I spilled your drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just constantly. You do it with the cup that you spilled the drink out of. If just I could cup take it over. Like a like a coffee mug. Yeah. And just kinda uh-huh. conk. <laughs> so suction. It's gotta be one of those big wide latte mugs. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Campbell's cappuccino. It can't be like one of those espresso cups. I mean it's it little, could, it but, could, but that, that ain't it's fit. a different look that than I'm fit. thinking That's about. Yeah. <laughs> so escape. Corey's dead. Fucking and dead. I don't remember how they. I don't remember what it's. It's as it gets to the end. Ask me. It's just like, 
And then we decided that he had been poisoned, and we we tried it out on the mouse. Like it was he had his no, mouse. no 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 Chris. So Chris went to go. They oh, were like, we gotta right. get the fuck out of here. Here's if we don't get out of here, sweep. like we're gonna die too. You like Chris, stop being a dick. Go steal anything Literally that's not nailed everything. down. Get all of the jewelry. Get all of the money, and get back up here. And so Kathy's like waiting. Like in the room with Carrie, and like it's getting light out, and like she's like, "What the actual fuck? Like we're gonna miss this train." And then Chris comes in, and he's just like, Ugh. So he finds out like the mother like just peace out. They have gotten out of Dodge. They have their own house. They haven't been there for a while. Swan Room is like cleared out. Yep. All he found in like the or some hooks and some wire. Oh. <laughs> He found in the safe, like, just, like, a picture of their dad in a silver frame. And he was like, nice, Corinne. Nice. Oh, and the family album. Oh, yeah. She has, she eventually has a family album. Yeah. Kathy does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Those are both there. So, <laughs> so Chris is like, well, shit, now I'm going to yeah, go. He goes banana pants and, like, tears through, creeping. He lurks throughout the house, banana pants, and overhears the butler, John Amos. Well, he goes into the, he goes into the grandfather's study, and then he's like, I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to stand up to this dude and just be like, will you ever fucking die? And that's when he finds out that, like, that room is empty. And then he's like, what is going on? Why is this room empty? Where's my grandfather? And then he hears people coming into, like, the study that's adjoining the, like, the ex-hospital room of his grandfather. So he's hiding under this couch and, like, the butler and the maid are, like, in between, like, fucking and stuff. They're talking about how, like, the old man's been dead for nine months and that the grandmother, like... There's all these mice in the attic. Like, the grandmother keeps bringing up all Poison this... Poisoned donuts. Poisoned, like, picnic basket full of arsoned, arsenic-did food. To and cure the mice. To cure the mice. There must be so many mice. No wonder we're hearing weird stuff all the Stamperings time. Scamperings and rape. <laughs> so, no wonder we're hearing scampery rape up there. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris is like, uh, so I think the grandmother friggin' poisoned us because arsenic has no taste and it would really... Powdered sugar. Powdered sugar! And so they're like, let's test it out on dead Corey's pet mouse that trusts us. <laughs> and then they just watched it slowly die, and they're like, oh, yeah, maybe we should bounce. That's what happens. That's, okay. Because I, I, I remember, like, at the end, it is just boom, 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 go, go, thing, happening, then we do the thing, and then you're married, then you're scarred and sliced, and then there's nipple cupping, and then there's skinny dipping, and then the twins don't grow, mama. Their heads are big. Are too large for their frail bodies. Cause they, they, they barely the grew. They've only grown a, a half of a quarter of an inch, but their head is so large, they're like a so T-Rex. So I unceremoniously, they leave. They just like just, they, they just like leave. unlock the their door, go downstairs, unlock the outside door, and just like walk away to catch the train. <laughs> to catch the train. Um, and as we reach the end of the story, their grand plan is to. <laughs> to join the circus in Florida. To join this, we'll go where it's warm. Because because Carrie needs the sun. Maybe she'll grow in the warm Florida sun with all. The Remember they used to swing from the suit. attic rafters. It was mentioned one time. Yeah, but we can make a career out of this. Yeah, absolutely. So they're going on the bus. That's it. And hold up, I just want to say that. Kathy's burning flame of vengeance against her mother <laughs> is just so. So Chris is like, "All right, we got the evidence, which a bit flimsy, eh?" Yeah, like here's we got a dead mouse and a poison donut. Yeah. So, so what do you say, girl? You want to go to the 
the authorities. And she's like, no. <laughs> no, he manipulated her because he was like, we go to the authorities, but they'll split us all up and put us in different foster homes if oh, that's God. what you want. Good. That's what happened. Get away from that guy. <laughs> and she was like, nah. No. Well, so she just like threw it in the trash and was like, let me get on the bus. <laughs> so like, I was like, <sighs> like, I feel like Kathy, her whole, her whole thrusting <laughs> story, her whole thrusting story arc is vengeance against her mother. And then on the last page, she's like, no, let's go to Florida. I think it was because, though, Chris threatened, like, they would all, she's like, well, the only thing I need is you guys, then I don't need my vengeance. Like, meanwhile, she totally needs her vengeance. Let's, Please Like, believe. hold on. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So that's the story. And yikes. So Those were the flowers in said attic. So something that I thought would be fun. But uh, mostly in a room at the end of the hall. A room with a view of a porch Stair- of the attic. Staircase in the pond. <laughs> so as we draw to a close here, um, we are going to pick from Oprah. Oprah's book club questions. She invented the book club. And we've been talking for a while. No one's so ever done one before. No one ever done one. No. So we can draw one each. So if you want to draw a question for me to ask you. hear you. that? I'm tossing, tossing. Tossing the questions. Let me ask you. Let me ask it to you. Give it. Ask it to me. I'm gonna ask it to mm. you. <laughs> Did the book feel real to you? Listen. Listen, listen, homies. No. Like I, I do believe that it, it sounds like mostly the ramblings of its youngish teenage girl's diary, for sure. Lots of dramatics. Um, it is really weird because it, it's written so much from the point of view of a, this sort of like pre to mid-teen girl. Like when they leave, Kathy's 14 and Chris is 17. Or maybe she's 15. She's 15 when she's they 15. leave. Yeah. yeah, and Chris is 18. Sorry, sorry. 17. Whatever. Ish. They're like, oh, anyways. So, yeah, like you're like, okay, yeah, this tracks. And then there's just like extra detailed, lustful the- stuff and like... Yeah, I don't... I mean, people... There are terrible things that happen in the world. People get locked away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and abused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the way it's very... It's very <laughs> when someone says, calls it like a gothic, like American gothic kind of, it's that minor chord. Yeah, for sure. Funk. It's always something... Always yeah. something. Yeah, because so, it's like everything's so bad, but yeah, the grandmother brings us up different food ever. Like she's in the kitchen at 4 a.m. frying a chicken. Po- <laughs> making a potato salad. Making greasy cold fried chicken. Like I don't, unreal. I don't know. There that's, are things that don't track, so. That's unreal. Nyeh. So let's see, where's my question? Your question. What was your favorite part of the book? Um, it, was not, it was not the incestuous rape. Oh. I'm so let's, let's talk Shocked. about that favorite part. Jesus. Oh, man. I don't know about that. That is a head scratcher. Wow. So much. I can't. Favorite. I know. We are smuggling <laughs> with this. I feel, but speaking of incestuous rape. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like, like you, you can do. feel it building. It is building to that. But then when it happens, you're like, oh, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. V.C. Andrews is 
so great at foreshadowing that she's terrible at foreshadowing because it's very obvious when she brings something up that it's going to like it's hit you over the head with a brick almost immediately. It is like a, it is like a picnic basket over the head. Yeah, I think. But to be fair, she doesn't really like draw out any sort of like sexual scenes too much. It is like, like then like it doesn't it. get very graphic. Like it's graphic right. content, but not graphic description. There we go. Yeah. So that is good, like, just so you know, if you haven't read just it. Just FYI. Um, I don't know why you've gone on this journey with yeah, us if you haven't read it. It's just like a, and then it was, like, painful, and I was like, man, I bet that was my fault. That's the rape scene. Like, it wasn't your fault, Kathy. Oh, Kathy. 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 Um, so. My that- favorite part was how angry uh, Kathy was at Corinne and how, it was just, like, always, like, Chris was like, we can trust Mama. Don't worry, we can trust Mama. And yeah. Kathy was like, we can't trust Mama. And then Mama was always like, do you like my new shoes? <laughs> that was my favorite part. Corinne just like not reading the literal room at all. The literal room full of draperies <laughs> and hell. <laughs> draperies hell and her starving, big-headed, hollow-eyed children. I happened upon this idea on the way over here that the mm-hmm. grandmother really could have done better with her time management and brought them a weekly grocery drop off and now I'm upset about it I'm upset that she's wasting her time (laughs) like I just uh, what a waste I don't know if you're going to think about yourself all the time think about yourself all the time a lot of crackers crackers and cheese yep just drop it off once a week Mm -hmm. so much like flowers in the attic we have a dwindling ending here <laughs> uh, so make sure that you you send us your thoughts on flowers in the attic, um, and our email address is vcspiecespodcast at gmail dot com, and maybe we'll read it on the air to our loyal viewers, of which there are none yet. 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 Um, I don't think we have a snappy listeners. Send-off. I was making a joke. Oh, it's. Yeah, thanks for viewing. Thanks for viewing. <laughs> uh, it's like a much like a telethon. Yeah. Yeah. Keep us going. Uh, don't forget to hit up our sponsor, Nondescript Secretary School, for when you're trying to not be a shitbag and make a life for your children. What do I got here? Generic Secretary School for lying widowed mothers everywhere. You don't need a man, just your dad's money. Thanks for listening to BC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thank you for answering all of my stupid questions. <laughs> Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC used under a Creative Commons license. Stay tuned for more episodes released fully regularly. In the meantime, have a powdered donut, tend those evil seeds, and try to control yourself at the next family function. <laughs>